So this is so Charlie. Tell, I mean, go ahead. Pro, pro, yeah, prolific career, man. You know, a lot of you've been doing your thing for a long time. We all love your work. What are some of the things that you haven't been able to accomplish that you that you would like to? Uh, there, there was a time that the goal was to get into every major museum, try to get into galleries, do gallery shows and everything like that. But in the last couple of years, my goals, my desires have changed. I just completed two children's books and I've always loved children's books and I've always collected them. And there was something about completing these books and then watching them in little black children's hands that made me say, you know what, black children is the most important thing in my life. So I want to put my energy into inspiring them. I want to find ways through children's books, through workshops, through coming in and guest, guest appearances and, 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 and uh, schools and everything to tell them about living their dream. One of the things that happened with the meeting, I just came back from South Africa and I sat down and I, worked, I talked with these businessmen and one of them kind of said, hey, I don't, I don't pay much attention to art. I'm like, this is not about art. This is about building confidence. And like I said, art saved my life when I was a kid because I was aimless in my life and had no idea what I was going to do and then found out I had a talent. And that talent made me do better in everything else I needed to do. Uh, whether it was math or English or whatever because I wanted to get out of high school and I wanted to go to college as an artist. But I knew I couldn't do it without everything else as far as like the curriculum. But it also kind of gave me the confidence to do anything. So as I was telling these guys, I'm like, you know what? These kids might end up being like, like South Africa is short on black engineers and black architects, but it's like 90-some percent black. But these people are coming from anywhere but, but Africa. But it's like, you know what? When you instill confidence that you can do anything, then they may pursue something totally different. But they'll get that confidence in showing, like I can show you as an artist how to draw a picture. I got a young boy that came through here yesterday, and he keeps popping in because his grandfather works in the building. Little boy, he stands at my door, and he says, um, Paint me a blue dog. I'm like, Come over here one day and you're going to paint a blue dog and I'm going to show you how to do it. And he may not ever become a real artist, but he may become a lawyer because he's got that confidence. So that's my goal. My goal is to help and inspire black kids. That's what's so, money's always going to be there. That's a reality, man. You know what I mean? Money's always going to be there. So don't be, don't be motivated by it. I've learned. Just Live your dream. I start every speech when I talk to kids. I say, find something that you enjoy doing and you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. And every day I'm in here saying, damn, people pay me for this. It's you magic. Know? It's mm -hmm. magic, man. Mm -hmm. The process. It's like, yeah. damn, what's this called? What? I'm like, like that piece I just finished today, and my friend's a videographer, and I started, like, I started it yesterday, and I came in today, and we started talking, and she put on some good music. I walked over there and started slinging paint and everything, and an hour or two later, that was speech right there. Wow. And I'm like, damn. Okay, I said, well, I asked her, I'm like, what did you do? She said, I put on some music that I thought you would like. And I'm like, okay, if you get that right music and get that groove going, man, this is magic what we do. And it's so easy being that we're artists that we can get like caught up in ego and start thinking about how great we are. But when we realize it ain't us and realize that God has given us this gift and we're just channeling that gift and being a vessel. When you get that, then you'll step away from working. Like for me, I'll step away from art and say, damn, that's really nice. But I'm not saying, damn, I'm really good. Look how damn good I am. I'm like, damn, God, thank you. I, I, I almost trashed that piece, man. Uh, the name not, not before it was done. I did like halfway, like this piece, I hate this piece. And I was about to just over it. A friend of mine saw it. She said, I can't wait to see that done. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to toss it. 
She said, please don't talk to me. I'm like, okay, I'll give it one more day. And one day it just kind of hit, and like, damn, look at that. Get out the way and see what happens. You know, I think I think part of that voice breaks down too in terms of, you know, letting go of, you know, these expectations of, mm-hmm. of what, you know, what you're trying to get and just let it be what it would be, yeah. you know, so. I think it's very important. I think yeah. the idea is like, if you're attached to the final result, mm-hmm. you're gonna struggle. Yeah. And when you start saying, okay, where's this going? Yeah. Damn, what, what's happening here? Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of what happened. Like, like with that piece, it's like, I had thought about it and thought about it several times, but then suddenly things started happening. Like, damn, like, where is this going? And I wasn't attached to what it was gonna look like at first. I did for the longest, because it sat there in a sketch state for, Yeah, but it sat there like for months. I mean, so good to see you. I've been doing great. Yeah. So I've seen your studio a number of times coming here to visit Charlie <laughs> uh, from, from, from the outside. Yeah. Oh, you have to come over. Hopefully, we can get to I know. I had to return stuff to uh, Michael Mack. And I knew I wouldn't get out under 30 minutes. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I, one, I got one question that I want to get on, on tape before we finish this real quick. Okay. Talk a little bit about creating okay. creating in the moment from a historical standpoint. Like, you know, a lot of us re- revisit mm-hmm. things that have happened in the past, but, you know, you're working on things that's happening right now mm-hmm. with the marches, with the White House in the background, right. with Colin Cochran, they, you know, right. talk a little bit about that. Okay. All right. Is it still recording? Yeah. Okay. Um... I think, like, I've always been motivated by history, our, our history, African history. And so um, I think that, like, what really kind of touched me and moved me and actually saddened me was watching I'm Not Your Negro, um, James Baldwin. That documentary is powerful, but what's so frightening about it is a lot hasn't changed. A lot of the things that I see there are still going on. And so I applaud, like, Colin. Cabinet uh, for taking a, a serious stance on something where we've been used as a product to make money, a brand, a hero, but only on the on the field or on the court. And so I, I like making those political statements. I mean, the reality is, it's like you know, I may not make a living doing political statements or social statements, but it's relevant and it's important to me. I had a conversation the other day with a, a fellow artist, and it's like you know what, it's not our responsibility or obligation as black artists to do black subject matter, but it is mine. Mm. I take it as a personal uh, responsibility to tell our story and tell it in so many different ways that our young people who like in South Africa, children born after apartheid call themselves born freeze. Here we talk about post-racial society. And like I have a 13 year old and I say her all the time, you're black, you will always be black, be proud of that, don't be ashamed of it, but never buy in this concept of post-racial. Because race matters, we see it every day. Race matters in South Africa. Yeah, your your parents, your grandparents went to that, but you wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. So you acknowledge that, you celebrate that. And that's what I do with the work. I'm like, I want to say, look at us, look how beautiful we are, look how powerful we are, look what we've overcome. And that's the story that's my commitment. That that's that is my narrative, but it's only I, I take it personal. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. Appreciate that. I like the hat. I appreciate it, money.